want to become a supporter of the Core Culture Podcast, simply go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Z-C-M. Donate that dollar. It keeps us ad free and entertainment full. What up, what up, everybody? It's your boy NOS, and we are back for another Core Culture podcast here on Easter Sunday. It is 4.32 p.m. It is definitely the the early show. We're doing it early because, well, it's Easter Sunday, and uh, I got some other plans a little bit later. Uh, but as everybody knows, we are here. We are doing it big. Uh, it's been kind of crazy. We took off last uh, Sunday because um, I had some things, some personal stuff I needed to take care of, but we are back. On this uh, blessed day today, amazing to uh, be alive here during this uh, crazy time that we're having, this whole coronavirus outbreak thing that's happening, but we are still pushing strong, still doing what we can to keep the entertainment out there, to keep you guys, the listeners, hanging out and listening to what we're doing. Uh, I've got a ton of stuff we're going to talk about this week. we got the news, we've got album releases uh, still coming out, and then we've also got... uh, some cool stuff that uh, me and the co-host are going to talk about. So let's go ahead and bring him on. Yoani, what up, man? What's, our, what's up, Earth and my Earthlings? How are you? <laughs> yes, to all the Earthlings out there, uh, special shout out to everybody, man, who tuned in. Um, very, very excited to be able to be live again on air with you guys. Um, just kind of blown away, man, by everything. Uh been kind of tough these last few weeks um it's been pretty crazy once they mandated the whole like quarantine thing and you had to kind of you know social distancing everything else that's been happening uh it's been a process man so to start off the show this week we're going to talk about some of the things we're doing uh to stay busy during this uh quarantine time so i'm going to start off with asking yuani man what are you doing bro well, since I'm an artist, I can always paint, draw, or do something creative like that to pass the time. And I've been doing that. To, yesterday, all day, I was playing on the iPad, drawing. Uh, but it's kind of a little boring, you know, when it's all day. And then the next day, it's the same thing, trying to figure out what what am I going to do today to pass the time. So what I've been doing a lot lately has been riding bikes just to get out of the house. Might as well take advantage of the nice neighborhood. Go joy, enjoy a little bit of nature and appreciate every day. Go outside, listen to the birds in the morning and um, just enjoying time at home. And the, my house is um, I'm blessed enough to have a big enough house where everybody can go in their own areas and not, you know, be all on top of each other. Uh, some places, you know, they don't have that luxury. So I'm thankful for that. So if we don't want to be around someone, we can go alone or we can all meet together somewhere in the house. But basically, it's just a house. It's inside, outside, but just a house. And my wife is going stir-crazy. The kid's a little tired of it. But what can you do? You know, we got to stay safe. Yeah, man, no. I mean, uh, it's been kind of crazy. I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little blown away. It's been kind of tough. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's really been kind of rough on uh, us here. Just because, um, I mean, I've got a house. We, I've got my, you know, I've got the studio, uh, you know, uh, Zero Chill Media Studios, uh, which is pretty awesome. And I'm always in here and I'm kind of isolated here, but um, I want to be around my family as much as I can. 
You know what I mean? Because it's, it's them and I want to make sure that they're, you know, doing their thing and they can hang out with me and we can all, you know, kind of be together and, you know, have a good time and kind of deal with the facts. So we've been watching a lot of shows. Uh, Netflix has become our best friend. Um, I literally watched six seasons of community, uh, in like a, like a week, which was crazy, but, um, you know, it's what we have to do, man. There's not really a whole lot going on. Um, I'm pretty sick of, uh, watching like cooking shows. I think I've seen like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I started watching some of those like home improvement shows, which has been kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I like those. I've been, uh, you know, getting ideas so that when we can actually go and buy stuff, I can, uh, you know, start doing a couple things there. But, um, you know, just some of the things I've been doing. Hopefully that works for you guys. Uh, obviously, uh, I've got my backyard, you know, so uh, I take my son out there. We hang out. You know, he's got a little like jungle gym thing that he plays on to kind of, you know, pass the time and, you know, get by because, well, you know, it's been kind of rough, man. Uh Typically, we would go places and take him, you know, out to a park or somewhere else. But, you know, he's a two-year-old. So, for him, going outside is fun regardless of where he goes. So, at least every day for a little while, maybe an hour, you know, like get him out there, get him exercising. That way, he doesn't get stuck in the house constantly. Because, I mean, uh, being inside all the time kind of sucks. I mean, let me me just say it like that. It really does. Yeah, when you don't have the option to go anywhere, it sucks. So... I mean, me, I don't care. I'd go driving to uh, a park or a beach, but they closed down the parks and the beaches. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of options. But, I mean, I like to take pictures, and you could take pictures anywhere. So, me, I could always find something to do. But my family, they're not exactly caring so much about going to go take pictures. So, you know, they miss just eating fast food a lot. We ate a lot out, so it's a huge adjustment having to eat every meal here. We've only been out today being the third time in the last month to get food out. Wow. We just didn't want to take the chance um, because I'm noticing that these people aren't really safe. You know, some of them don't wear gloves um, or, you know, don't practice safe practices. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I thought about that stuff too. Um, I, I think we've only, uh, we've gotten like delivery, but it's the touchless from the like pizza places. Which um, I watched the guy when he came up. He had gloves, a mask on, everything. And he came. He puts it down on my little table that I have right in front of my house. He knocks on the door and then he walks away. And then he waits. Yeah, I tried the pizza thing and it's not that safe. You don't know what they're doing when they're cooking it. But (laughs) I hope uh, whatever heat, you know, because of the pizza cooked off anything. Yeah, exactly. Just clean off your box. uh, (laughs) For sure. Or just dig in right there on the porch. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, we, we've done it like twice. We've done okay uh, in the last like a uh, few weeks. It wasn't been too bad. Um, the one thing that I do want to do is like, you know, eventually um, start doing more creative stuff, like seeing if I can uh, start doing some stuff for uh, the show itself. I was thinking maybe uh, do like a video show one day when I can finally get everything set up to where. Uh, I could do all the video recording, but it'll probably be, it probably, it may not be live because, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure how to make sure that it's going to go smoothly. And if I do it the first time where I learn, then maybe it'll be kind of cool to have just a video show, put it out there to test it. See what you guys think about it, man. 
uh, just because I know a lot of people are uh, pushing towards the whole like you know video uh, streaming streaming now. So if I can get you know something that works, then we may start to do the show uh, via video in the future. But for right now, we're going to enjoy the fact that we're alive and that we can do the show. So, um, I guess the oh the other thing I wanted to do today is uh, give a special shout out to everybody listening around the world. Uh, we've got the U.S. I've got Arizona, Florida, New York, Minnesota, California, Georgia, Illinois, Ohio, and Nevada tuning in today. And we've also got France and Ireland tuning in. Wow. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to listen to the show live today. Uh, I try and give you guys a shout out every time that I get a chance. Unfortunately, uh, the last few shows I forgot. That's my fault, guys. So I am so sorry. But this show I made sure and remembered to give a special shout out to everybody in the U.S. and around the world. So France, Ireland, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, but yeah, man, so uh, hopefully some of the stuff that we're doing is giving you guys ideas. I know probably most people have already done half the stuff that I've done. Uh, but um, a lot of things that I've been seeing is like people are starting to read more ebooks, starting to watch, um, you know, like learn stuff, like like how to, how to fix things in your house, making time for the things that you didn't have before because you're home. Um, you know, this time is allowing a lot of people to, you know, work on projects. Like I got my boy, Jason, uh, he's actually finishing the, uh, wood flooring on his house. So shout out to him, man, for, uh, uh, giving me some inspiration on, uh, doing, doing my do it yourself, like a uh, wood floor. Uh, it's basically like a, a preform where it just kind of snaps together and then you just kind of lay it all out. Uh, sometimes you have to cut so that it fits or whatever, but, um, as far as the length goes, but everything else is just kind of snapped together and it just kind of all gets like pushed down. Yeah. I um, think anybody can do that yeah, with man. a little, uh, motivation and a little dedication. Yeah. It's not, it was pretty cool. I just, uh, I, I was like, man, you know, I was like, fuck, I, I, I want to learn to do that shit. That way I like one day I can be cool and get it done myself. Um, but you know, it's, um, it's one of those things. It's like, you never know, you know, what life's going to give you. I guess my, my main thing today is to just kind of give you guys some motivation to keep moving, uh, keep doing your best to, uh, you know, keep it together. I know that um, sometimes life can be difficult and it may you may want to like, you know, quit, man, or not keep pushing forward. But I know that you can make it if you try. So everybody, man, stay positive. Uh, you know, don't let the, uh, the whole quarantine thing hold you back. Uh, everybody in the world is dealing with this. So it's not just us here. It's everywhere. And um, I'm sure everybody's doing what they can to stay positive, and I hope that you guys can. Yeah, stay positive. Learn to play an instrument that you've always wanted to learn or learn a language that you've always wanted to learn. Now's the opportunity to do things that you've always wanted to do and said you didn't have the time for. Now you have all the time in the world. So get to doing those creative things that feed your soul. And I'm doing some of those as well. Learn programs that you haven't dedicated the time or look on YouTube, how to learn some stuff. Like you said, people are getting to their honey-do list. I'm going to get to some of mine and just uh, improve the house and look, you know, be happy that you're uh, of the place that you're at since you, that's the only place you can go. Me and my wife joke and, and say, Oh, tonight we're going to go to the bar or tonight we're going to go to the club or tonight. we're And we're just talking about inside our house, you know, <laughs> go fix a drink and go to the garage or, <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, you know what? That's the one thing that I haven't done. I have not had any drinks. Uh, I would have at least had at least one, 
you know, one I'm big surprise. Yeah, you know, it's just because um, I just, I don't know, we've just been here and um, I really haven't gone to the store to get anything like that. Um, most of the times when we go, it's to get the necessities and, you know, I just make sure that I, you know, take care of myself when I go. But it's one of those things like you never know. Um, so I try not to, you know, do anything like that because, I mean, it's already tough enough and I, I feel like, you know, um, I don't have to. So it's not a big deal, but it's still, um, you know, one of those things that like you could pass the time, you know, it's good to have at least one. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, I don't drink. It's just right now it's like one of those things I'm not, I, I guess I'm not really that worried about it at this point. I think it's more about, I just want to survive and make it out the other side so that I can, you know, enjoy myself and say that, you know, I made it. Um, this time definitely makes you reevaluate life, makes you pause and think about things and prioritize and, yeah, I mean, drinking, unfortunately, is part of the, our lives, and we put a little bit too much focus on it. I never cared about it so much either, but since we're home and we don't have a lot to do, we're hitting the bar every other day or every few couple days. And uh, in my neighborhood, a lot of people drink, and everybody's always posting about alcohol. And <laughs> we're all going to need uh, new livers after this quarantine time. Right. It's the... Uh, but yeah, definitely I should um not let things get to you. Those people that have anxiety like my wife, try to take it, you know, one day at a time and we're gonna get through this together, even though I know how nerve wracking it is that you don't know when the end of the road is or the light at the end of the tunnel. You don't know when this is gonna stop and that's driving people crazy. But let's just hope it's sooner than later. But in the meantime we get to at least appreciate what we have in our families and our health. And uh, God be with those that are currently not healthy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wise words, bro. Wise words. All right. So let's get into the first half of the news today. Uh, man, we're going to be talking about what artists are doing to stay busy. Now, this is pretty cool. Now, these guys are from my era. I know a lot of uh, the guys from uh, my time frame know who they are. RZA and DJ Premier went in a head-to-head -head battle on IG Live, uh, producer versus producer, um, who could uh, you know play the best tunes, mix them in, make it sound good. The coolest thing was that uh, they were playing tracks like everything, man. I'm talking about from the 90s all the way up, and it was crazy. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, man. Uh, but I, I watched... tried to play it, but it didn't play. It must have been an only live thing. Um, I don't know. I watched I watched it live because uh, I follow both of them, Premiere and RZA. So I got the notification and I was like, I'm there. It was like at 9 p.m. Uh, yesterday, Saturday night. And uh, that was my night, man. I just like spent like, you know, I think it was like a, a, a little over an hour. Uh, watching I bet the show. it brought you back, huh? Oh, bro. Dude, it, it made me feel like uh, I was, I'm 18 years old. I'm uh, uh, sitting there watching them just like, at the at that like probably uh, uh when they were starting to peak or or well hell I, I don't think they'll ever peak man i think they're always going to keep going above and beyond what they did before but um it's the fact that like you know i'm a young kid i'm sitting there i'm in my car and i've got all these old tunes playing the coolest part about it was they started off with like some old jay-z tunes uh a million one question and then jizz uh rizza hit them back with the jizza liquid swords and then Premier's like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, then he played M.O.P., and then RZA hit him with Method Man, and then they went back and forth, and the shit was crazy, bro. 
And then uh, the coolest part was, like, right after that, they, bro, he played most deaf mathematics. I don't know if anybody's heard this track. Uh, if you know anything about hip hop and you know who most deaf is, the song mathematics is fucking crazy. And uh, I was like, right when he played, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I haven't heard that song in so long. And I just, you know, it was like a, a stroll down memory lane, but a good one. You know, some of the best ones yeah. uh, to just listen to some just amazing. Very nostalgic. Tunes, oh, bro. It was amazing. I, 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 uh, I honestly, I, I just it took me back. Well, next man. time, text the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I should have let you know. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, man, they just kept going back and forth, back and forth. Um, they played fucking DOS FX. All right. They played. Um, uh, like man, I would love to do that. Bro, they played DOS FX. I would love to FX. sit there play and play fucking, a whole bunch of songs. We should do that shit one day. We should, man. We should. We got to fucking put that shit together. Um, the other thing was uh, they played um, like original Wu-Tang album, uh, the 36 Chambers, uh, Shame on a... And I can't say the word because that shit is just derogatory. But um, they played that, Protect Your Neck. Uh, they played D'Angelo's Devil's Pie. Uh, they played Cold World uh, by Jizza. Let me see. What other tracks did they play here? Because I've got uh, this really dope article I found. that They talked about it. Um, Ice Cream, Brooklyn Zoo, uh, Shimmy Shimmy Y'all. Um, they played Mary J. Blige, You're All I Need, you know, with Method Man. That shit yeah. was amazing. Classic. Uh, yep. They played... Um, uh, the Ten Crack Commandments, if you guys uh, know yeah. what that is. Uh, they played... Um, Notorious. Exactly, exactly. They played Cream. They played Triumph from um, uh, the Wu-Tang Forever album. Um, just a bunch of dope shit, man. Just constantly... I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it. sounds it. like... A, how long was that? Two hours? Oh, almost two hours. Almost two hours. Like an hour and like 40-something minutes, I think. It's awesome. Yeah, bro. It, it, it was cool. I, I, I was kind of blown away, man. It was like maybe, uh, I want to say it was like 20 tracks each uh, that they played, which is pretty good. Uh, an average of about, you know, like four minutes a, a song. So close to close to an hour and change, which is pretty damn cool, um, considering that they uh, they were just doing it live there on um, on IG. And it, and it was clear, too. Like, I, I thought, like, it wouldn't be like, you know how people been doing a ghetto, they'll just like have the phone close to a speaker and have it playing. No, no, no. It sounded like it was being pumped. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that's my bird. Set the alarm. So they were, um, so it was, it was like it, they were pumping it, uh, you know, through whatever, I don't know, was coming out of somewhere and then out to the IG live. I don't know if they did it through their phones or how the fuck they did it, but it fucking sounded cool shit. And uh, I, I was enjoying the shit out of it. But yeah, man, just uh, some things that artists are doing. So if you guys are bored and you want to hear some good music, a lot of people are just streaming music out there. Um, just like on IG Live, on uh, Twitch.tv. Um, well, basically yeah, anywhere, uh, man. A lot of people are just streaming live from their homes, you know, their couches, their private studios. Yeah, you know what? Um, you know who's been doing some live shit too? Uh uh, Talib Kweli, you know who that is? Yeah. So he's been doing it too. Like, uh, I think it's like every Wednesday or Thursday, he'll he'll go live at like around 9.30, close to 10. And uh, he'll spin. He'll just be there spinning, bro, in his, in his house. And uh, just, you know, drop some old school shit. Like uh, he did, he did like, he did like all the hits um, last week, which was fucking awesome. I wonder what he's going to do this week. But basically just all these artists, man, just to kind of stay busy and, uh, you know, keep, hip-hop alive everybody's just been doing their their part so i thought it was kind of cool to 
kind of talk about that today because it kind of gives you something to do, man. We were talking about what you could do. Well, there's a bunch of artists that are doing live streams of their music. So if you're into that kind of stuff, then definitely look out for it because there is a lot out there. Just Google that shit, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you're a writer, you need to write. If you're a painter, paint. If you're sculptor, sculpt, do whatever to get you through this time. I mean, um, these people, they make a lot of money on these shows, artists and, uh, you know, singing kind of artists or painting kind of artists. I mean, they depend on these shows. And when now that that's taken away from them, that's a huge chunk of their revenue. So now they have to be creative and then they come up with these uh, virtual options. I seen Wyclef unplug from his couch uh, on oh, the MTV. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, bro. Fuck, I would I would have wanted to watch that too. Shit, I, I definitely missed that one. That would have been fucking cool as hell. Um, but yeah, man, it's just something to look forward to. If you're, uh, you know, you want to hear some cool ass music or your, you know, your favorite artist is doing something, I'm sure that somewhere somebody is streaming something. Yeah, right now. Hell yeah. As we speak. <laughs> so check it out. Um, let's keep on going with the news today. Uh, so you guys know who Takashi t- uh, 6 9 is, the uh, the snitch. Everybody knows the snitch. Uh, apparently, he's going to be released uh, for fear of the coronavirus, um, which is kind of crazy. So he was supposed to be um, in jail for like two years, right? But apparently, the last four months of his uh, term... He's going to be in home confinement, uh, which, dude, I don't know who his lawyers are, but they're fucking kick ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he got some big bucks. I'm sure he's got some good lawyers. Bro, I don't know. You know what it is? It's the record labels. They've spent so much money on them. They're like, fuck, we got to make sure this guy gets out so we can keep making money on him. Yeah, while he's still hot, while he's still a name. Exactly, exactly. They said that he had two years. He hasn't been in there for no two years or close to that. I don't know. Well, um, a year in uh, what? Uh, eight they months? said four months shy of two years uh, right. sentence, but right. I don't think it's been uh, that long. Uh man, I don't know, bro. Uh, it was last year when he went in, like early, early 2019. Um, so something about him, or, or, or like tor- or towards the end of uh, like. 2018 going into 2019 somewhere around there i don't know some gang related shootings robberies but they said that's why he was locked up i just think it's crazy that he got to walk out like that they would yeah i mean um i don't know they said he must have been snitching who knows um only he knows and the cops know and god knows (laughs) well uh all i'm saying is wow just Dude, luck, just the luckiest dude ever. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the fact that he's able to, you know, get out. They said that he had as or has asthma, so that's what they were pushing to try to get out. But now he'll be in a mansion at home chilling. Four months, easy. Everything brought to him. I'm sure he'll be recording, probably coming out with some new music soon. Yeah, so. you know, I mean, for the kids that, you know, still want to listen to his music, honestly, uh, you know, like... Once I found out he was a snitch, I don't, I don't give a shit about him or his music or anything he stands for. Because honestly, I think he's a blemish uh, to the hip hop community. Because that was a one thing I know specifically when I was growing up and uh, shit, generations before me. Um, you know, the whole snitches get stitches thing. And uh, it's just, I just can't believe it, man. And the fact that they're still trying to make this kid relevant. It's like, what the fuck, man? 
most people in hip hop are looking at this guy and they've turned their back. Like he was, he was cool with a lot of big names. And uh, once they found out, like, you know, he snitched or whatever, they all kind of turned their back and were like, fuck that, bro. We're not doing shit with you no more. And I wouldn't either. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be a I'm sure he's going to still be making some money. Yeah, I know. Because there's still going to be a bunch of, like, you know, young kids out there that don't know any better. And they're going to be like, you know, he did what he had to, man. You know, trying trying to stay out of trouble, man. You know, blah, blah, blah. They'll probably make some kind of excuse for it. But for me, I I don't know, man. I I just, I I can't, I can't do it. I think it's kind of fucked up that, you know, what he did either way. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, if if he did, yeah, it's always fucked up to snitch just to get a lighter sentence. And, you know, they they try hard to get that information out of you. So if you give in, it just shows your loyalty. You don't care about anybody. And in this world, if you don't have loyalty to anybody, then really, why are you even around? You can't be trusted. No, uh, uh, you can't. I mean, I wouldn't trust him, uh, you know, as far as I can throw a stick. And that's not very far. So you can imagine. Um, to me, I just think it's like, you know, really a waste of time. Uh, I don't even know why, you know, people are even paying attention to this, but I guess it's one of those things, but I figured I'd bring it up because it's like, I just can't believe it. Like I'm appalled a little bit, you know, like that's how that's like, it's upsetting to know that in 2020 that snitches are, uh, it's just that we are a different generation. You know, this newer generation are, you know, they got ADD. They, they don't pay attention. They don't have anything to stand for. Sorry to put y'all down, but, you know, this is different. They're very accepting and whatever's trending and hot and um, very flaky and uh, jump on one thing to the next. Yeah, the bandwagon, um, bro. The bandwagoners. Right. So then our generation, if this guy would have came up doing the same thing back then, he would have just been shot out of the picture. Because, I mean, look at what happened with Vanilla Ice, and this was nothing serious. And they totally, right after being hot, big, huge, number one single that still makes money to this day, it didn't matter. When they found out that this guy's lying about his street cred, and they, they, they blackballed him. I said, forget you. You're in the wrong genre. You can't do that here. This is hip-hop. Yeah, so bro. you can't be a snitch in hip-hop, but apparently, I guess, in these times, uh, it's a good time to be and get away with it. So we'll see what happens. He might not be getting away with it with the bloods or whoever he snitch on. We'll see yeah, what happens. Yeah, six man. by nine. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. If something happens again, we'll bring it up. I'll definitely talk about it, but it is what it is. All right. So let's keep it going. Hey, who remembers the movie Friday? Oh, one of my favorite movies of all time, bro. Hands down. Uh, I think it's the, the, the number one hood cult classic that has probably had more, uh, sound bites or, uh, you know, m- people mimicking the lines than any other movie, I think, because I, you know, I have tons of lines. The two movies probably quoted the most are Friday and Scarface. No, for sure. For sure. Plus, it was uh, uh, Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. Uh, Chris yes. Tucker's funny as fuck. And then to have uh, Ice Cube there, which, again, uh, hip-hop artist turned uh, actor which I think if Cube came out with music right now, I'd, I'd go buy it. Let me just say that. They, he was touring. I just saw he was touring, and like literally, like last week um, with, uh, what's his name? I think it was Mac 10 or the, what's the group that he made? Him and two other guys. I forgot the group right now. Uh, but, NWA? Yeah. Damn. Can you hear me? Holy shit. I didn't know that. Fuck. Where the fuck was I? 
Well, this was in Cali. Oh, I well, think. Oh well, if it was fucking in Cali, then I wouldn't have seen a shit, man. Anyway. But um, I'm surprised that there are people out still going to shows and still doing shows. I thought everything was shut down. Yeah, but think about it, man. Uh, social distancing shows. Uh, there's like maybe two, three thousand people there, and uh, they're all at least ten feet away from each other. So it looks like there's more people, but really it isn't. <laughs> but um, I just think it's cool, man. Uh, uh, I, I I figured I'd throw a movie in because everybody's like, you know, what do you want to do? So uh, I recommend watching this movie if you guys haven't, man. Um, it's it's super funny. It's really good. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't know where the hell you've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also could have been born in the 2000s and had no idea. Yeah, well, this is one of those classics you got to watch 50 times on a Friday. <laughs> Friday is the best one. They had Friday after next, next Friday, all those. They're okay, but Friday's the one. And they said they were coming out with another Friday with Chris Tucker. So we'll see if that ever really happens. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I, I'd want to see it. Plus, there was some. There's a bunch of other actors in there, man. Nia Long, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. Uh, John Witherspoon, uh, which rest is his, uh, which is his uncle and shit. Um, I don't know, man. A bunch of dope shit. I, I I'm, I don't know. I, I would love uh, to see him, like you know, do something again. It'd be kind of cool. Um, if they come back. Uh, you know, with another Friday, um, I'm definitely going to watch it, but I'll probably go to the movies, man, just because uh, I went to the movies to watch it the first time it came out, and uh, I'll, I'll probably do that shit again, uh, just because I know it'll be good. Um, honestly, um, I I don't know. I, I love this shit, though, man. I love anything to do with, you know, good movies in general. So if they, you know, ever bring out something that comes out that, you know, makes sense or is, you know, worth doing, then fuck it, man. Why not? I think when a movie transcends that two hours or whatever it is, an hour and 40 minutes into your normal life, it becomes more than a movie. It becomes a part of your life, a part of your history, your upbringing. That definitely is one of those movies. I still, to this day, either quote it in some way, talk about it. Just yesterday, I was on, you know, riding bikes through the neighborhood by myself trying to enjoy some time out of the house. And I talked to my sister and I said, I'm just here riding through the neighborhood like Debo, you know? <laughs> so yes, it becomes a part of who you are more. It's more than just a movie. You know, if you, you know, we talk about so many things in that movie, it, it's, you know, it, it comes into a conversation or a story or something like it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> you think of a Friday and you ain't got shit to do. Well, we, sh- we, we certainly movie. don't have shit to do now. So uh, everybody definitely go out and watch that, man. It's a fucking dope movie. Um, all right. So let's keep going. Uh, album releases. M- album still coming out, even with the whole coronavirus thing going on. Uh, Tory Lanez, man. He's dropping the new Toronto 3 mixtape um, coming out here very very soon let me see what does the, the story say oops i totally skipped it here hold on one sec i didn't get to jam to the album i only listened to a little bit of the first few songs i didn't hear anything good yet i'll have to go back to it and um so uh basically it's a follow-up to his uh 2019 uh chicks tape five uh which man I, uh that was a pretty good one uh but i like tory lanes he's uh he's pretty dope man there's um, one song. I listened to several of his songs, and I wanted to really like them all, but I wasn't feeling them. But there's this one song that I listen to all the damn time, and I, 
I have to get you the name. Huh? You know what? I'll pull it up while we're talking. But um, yeah, it's like a reggae feel to it. So, you know what? Um, my favorite song on this thing. It's called uh, uh, "Broken a Minute." It's a short track. It's only like two minutes and twelve seconds, but it's fucking dope. I love it. Um, and again, it's it's like you know, people are still bringing out music. If you guys are like you know worrying about trying to see what's out there man people are still making music and still bringing it out um it may not be uh you know so like how we used to do it but uh they're still they're still making it happen man guys are still making music uh to this day and i think that you know for uh artists to continue to be uh relevant you know they gotta continue to put out music man i mean there's just like you know nothing you could do i mean you gotta try and make it through these crazy things that are happening man plus um you know, sixteen tracks. It's a, it's a. It's called a, I I told you. I think that's what it is. I told you. That's okay. What... Let me see. Where is that? Do 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 do. Uh, I told you. Uh, I'm dumb. I don't see that here. I told you. I told you. Where it says I told you is the album. Maybe. Um, I think it's the name of the song too. Let me see. But uh, anyway, um, go ahead. What you were saying. Oh, no, no, no. I, I just said, like, uh, uh, the other track I wanted to mention was um, uh, Penthouse Red. It's a really dope track. Uh, it's got a cool little groove to it. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to, like, listen to that one, but it's got, like, a, a old-school R&B vibe to it. I don't know if uh, anybody's into that kind of shit, but I am, and I really love music like that. Plus, uh, man... You know, Tory Lanez is Canadian, bro, if anybody knows. Um, so, you know, he, he, he's uh, uh, him, him and Drake, I think, are the two probably best Canadian artists that have come out of there uh, for uh, Canada in general, man. So shout out to them for dropping some dope ass music still continuing to, uh, you know, be relevant and have some dope shit out there. I mean, it, it's for me. For me, I love it. Ah, there we go. It, that's the one that was talking about. It's ah. called... Um, Love, L-U-V. Ah, uh, there it is. I, I jammed to that shit all the time. There it is. You heard it? Yeah, bro. We are for the yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the reggae one. Exactly. Fuck. I was that's like trying to think. Right I was like trying to think of how it goes. That is it. Yes. Um, but yeah, man. So if you guys, uh, you know, want to listen to some cool music, that's what I'm listening to currently. Uh, jamming out to the new Corey Lanes. Hopefully, uh, you guys get a chance to uh, Tory Lane. Sorry, uh, if you guys get a chance to listen to that man, definitely check it out. I, I'm digging it. It's what I'm listening to currently. But here, let's go way back, way way back, back in the time, and talk about Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Dude, I'm blown away by this, but uh, it's going to be available on uh, all the digital streaming platforms. And it's coming out on 420. <laughs> so at any point in time, you could pull up any of your streaming, you know, apps and jam to the chronic. So that's awesome. I love that damn. That's one of the albums of best albums of all time. Well, I mean, it was released in 1992. Damn. I was uh, I wasn't even in high school yet. Wow. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Um, it was close, though. Close. 
But I remember when this album came out. Uh, I I went. Matter of fact, I bought this. I bought the tape. Uh, when I went to uh, oh, Tampa Bay Mall when the mall was still open, bro. If you can, if you can, if you yeah. can think that far back, uh, there used to be this uh, really cool music store <clears throat> uh, in the mall. And um, I, I fuck, I forgot the name of it now, man. Shit, uh, like McCormick's or some shit like that. Some 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 name like that. But they just they just they sold they sold music. And um, I remember going there to uh, buy the tape. And at that time, I think the tape was like twelve dollars. And I bought the tape, and I had it. And um, I was like, um, I was still. I think I, I couldn't drive just yet. But every time I go somewhere, I'd be with my like if my because my sister could drive. So I remember uh, going out. I was like, hey, man, can we listen to this tape? And, and she goes, what the fuck is this shit, man? It's like that hip-hop shit. I was like, hell yeah, bro. This is the chronic. You got to listen to this shit. And then I would fucking drop, ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. <laughs> Too low, ass niggas go crazy. Oh, shit. I, I, I love that shit. Uh, the, what got me was that video. Like oh. that video was the shit. It puts you there. Like if you... Like that was your culture and you knew what that was like. Like I put you in that hood barbecue, got you riding with the cars, hitting the switches, all that. I mean, we had cars uh, and get togethers and barbecues down here and people hitting switches, but it wasn't to that level. It looked like a lot of fun. Girls out, people eating, drinking, volleyball, cards, you know, everything. Craps. Just a good time in the hood, and it and I connected with it. Everybody connected with that song, and and the, his voice, Snoop's. That, that was like his his intro to the world. That one, two, three, to the folk. That's man. Cha- history was changed when that right. album was dropped. Iconic, iconic flow, iconic tracks, an iconic album. I mean, dude, it's twenty eight years old, and it's getting re released. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know your music's good when 28 years later, people are still wanting to buy it. You know what Almost I'm saying? Almost three decades we're still talking about it. Exactly. See, then uh, uh, this is what I keep telling the guys now, the young guys now. It's like, dude, make music that 20, 30 years down the line, people are going to still want to buy your shit and listen to it. Like That's really, how you know it's truthfully, good. These people coming up, these uh, five-minute fame people, these wannabe success stories, um, they shoot for the money and the wealth and, the you know, to be recognized. But really, like you're saying, they should – their uh, goal is to become immortal. They should want to leave something – leave a mark, to something to be remembered by. You know, that should be their, their goal. What's going to be here after you're gone? Will you be forgotten? I don't know. I I can't wait till it comes out. Um, I'm definitely going to uh, probably pick that up digitally because I don't know where my tape is. I lost a lot of my music when I moved out of my mom's house back when I turned 18, which kind of sucks because I had this like huge tape collection and uh, my car got broken into and I lost a lot of what I had. But... um, it's cool to know that they're still going to bring it back out. And um, when they do, I'm definitely buying this. Uh, so, I, so, I, so all the heads from the 90s that, 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 that were growing up like I was, uh, definitely keep an eye out for this shit, man. It's going to be amazing. I'm definitely going to uh, – Apple's bought getting my money. How about that? <laughs> I was definitely going to get my money on this one. Um, 
But yeah, I think I can I can find it. I, I know I have a copy of the CD and the tape. Holy crap! I can get you a copy. Yeah, man, we're gonna have to do it, bro. Uh, when you get some time, man, maybe get a maybe like 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 burn it or something, man, and send it to me in like in, like uh, uh, Dropbox or fucking Google Drive or some shit. Uh, yeah, take a drive. It. Hell yeah! All right, cool. Um, so let's get back into the news. Check it out. Method Man uh, joining his uh, son Power and. Intel of second generation Wu uh, for new generation remix. Dude, all I got to say is uh, Method Man's son is fucking bonkers. Yo, this kid can flow, bro. I was like, what the fuck? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, bro. Let me just say it like that. Um, Super, super good track. Um, I couldn't believe it. Like listening to his son spit and I'm like, Fuck, this sounds like a very young method man. Uh early nineties. I mean, truthfully, I don't think it sounded like Woo or Method Man. It had a totally kind of um, conscious uh rap type of uh vibe to me. Like maybe it was the beat, the way they were rapping, but it sounded like some far side type, you know. Yeah, yeah, almost like new school, you know, new school conscious, I guess you could say. Yeah, but I mean, so. uh, just it's just his voice, you know what I mean? Because like I, I hear his voice and I hear Met the Man spitting, and he definitely sounded good. I don't know if I would rate him as high as you are, but uh, he did sound good. The other guy sounded good. Of course, when Met the Man comes on, he just kills it. Oh, of course, and uh, and makes the whole track better. But if he wasn't on it, would I have cared about it? Yes, I think it still sounds good, but Met the Man took it several notches up. I mean, nah, this guy sure. is a beast. Nah, bro, for sure. But I mean, uh, for relevancy-wise, I think it's cool that these guys, their children, are carrying on the torch of hip-hop, um, continuing to make really dope-ass music, and it's lyrical, super lyrical. Um, none of this fucking cookie-cutter shit that a lot of these guys do now with this mumble-mouth rap. Sorry. Uh, for all you lovers of Mobile Mouth, I think it's worthless. Um, I wouldn't waste any time or effort on it, but I have to talk about it because it is in hip hop, and um, it is part of this newer generation where these kids are like, you know, kindergarten rhymes, you know, rhyming one and two syllable words together. Which, again, that's fine. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that it's not as good as what I heard here, and it's because they are the next generation right it's their kids taking over now they're doing their thing coming up making good music and um if i get time man i'm, I'm definitely gonna go and find this and probably uh uh you know check out the album see how see how it is see if it's any good so second generation woo uh definitely gotta uh look into that i'm i'm kind of blown away man honestly because i really wasn't expecting for uh, you know, there's sons to be out there, but it's the fact that it's old, uh, uh, young dirty bastard, which is old dirty bastard son, still making music, uh, son God, which is Ghostface Killer's son. Uh, they were on the track, but, um, it's, uh, uh, Method Man's son and the other guy. I'm not, I'm not sure who Intel, um, unless both of them are his son, his son power. And no, no, I guess not. It doesn't really say that. Um, so I'm not sure who Intel is. I don't know if that's like uh, uh, one of the other guys' son, but it doesn't really break it down here in the story. So I wasn't sure um, if I that know, was the uh, case. Will Smith's son does his thing, and Will Smith's, uh, you know, approves of him, his yeah. kids, his, both yeah. of his kids. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then uh, 
what's his name? Ice Cube. He's got two sons rapping. Yeah, bro. Yeah. He went on stage rapping with them. I saw it. one of them is a good known actor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, now I can't get his name. Uh, yeah, he's a rapper too. Holy shit, what's his name? Um, hold on. I don't know his name. Ice Cube's. Ice, Ice Cube's Jr. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cube's son. Hold on. Uh, let me see here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Uh, O'Shea. But, uh, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he played him in Compton, uh, uh, which is the yeah. uh, the whole. Oh, what uh, an honor. Right, right, exactly. Uh, which is the whole NWA movie thing, but um, it I was cool that he play played my him. father. Oh, bro, he played him so good too, and he looks a lot like him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it's like one of those things. It's like you know, uh, um, back to the whole thing about um, you know seeing your son play you, and then that that gives you not only great memories as a father, but just going back and reliving those times through him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is fucking kind of cool. I mean, you don't really see that shit all the time, but it's just you know kind of kind of cool to see that. Like, uh, and we mentioned um, Big Pun's son too that he raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Rivers. Yeah, Chris Rivers is fucking crazy, bro. He he sounds uh, uh, he sounds just like fucking Big Pun too. Like if you if you if you listen to him spit, man, he's got that same that same style. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's fucking kind of cool. Uh, I uh, think Chris, it's awesome super that they're able man. to be, you know, so successful that they're able to pass that torch and let their kids eat too, you know, and, and give them the, at least a shot at the business oh, foot hell yeah. in the door. Hell yeah, bro. I, I, I think that's the thing. Like, I would love to become successful at something and be able to pass the torch to my son so I could be like, here you go, bro. Uh, uh, you know, take the torch, man. Make it happen. And hopefully it comes out good. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I don't know how it's gonna go or what's gonna happen, but I'm hoping that um you know it becomes something great. Um, I'm just glad to see that they're you know putting out music and uh, yeah man, second generation woo. If you guys haven't uh, had a chance, man, check them out. I think they're fucking dope as fuck. Super lyrical kids. Uh, what would you do if you were able to be successful? Fuck man, if I was able to be successful, dude, uh, for sure I would build my empire and solidify a place so that my son, when he would take over, he could continue to elevate from where I'm at. And, you know... I'm saying, it, what, what job or what would you oh, do? Oh, fuck, man. What would I do? Bro, I'd love to be a personality, just like I am now. Uh, just be live radio personality and be able to, you know, inspire the world to want to listen to streaming music, man, or streaming, uh, you know, podcast in general. Uh, it's always been my thing. I've always wanted to be in radio in some format. And it would be cool to just be able to kick ass at it and then, you know, give the reins over to my son and let him take over the show. And, you know, 20 years, 30 years down the line, the Core Culture podcast still going, you know, after all these years and, you know, just the new generation and him taking over for me, honestly. Yeah. Pulling up those old archives of him crying in the background saying, that was you. You've been on the radio since back then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, Dad, do you remember like in the early, early 2000s, man, you were... uh you were doing podcasts. Remember that shit? And, you know, that, that's honestly, that's my dream. I don't know if it'll ever come true. I mean, I'm always pushing towards that. So eventually, if I ever get that famous where people, you know, continue to have it and I can pass it on to him. But I, I try and show him. Um, there's been times, you know, he's kind of young right now. But, like, later on in life, I'm going to show him everything I know so that he can, you know, learn to make it himself. Man, Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be into it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Hell yeah. All right, so let's keep it going. Um, dude, Chance the Rapper. 
DJ Khaled, Kelly Rowland are uh, helping spread uh, BET's COVID-19 telethon. Now, um, I don't know about any of the young guys that are listening right now, but telethons, that's how that people raise money. They make, you know, people call in, they donate, those kind of things. So these are just big names in uh, the industry that are uh, creating relief uh, for people that are being affected by uh, COVID-19. I think it's fucking yeah, cool. They man. used to have that more back in the days, back in the 80s, 90s. You don't hear a whole lot of that coming around unless it's for maybe uh, some natural disaster fun. Yeah, like what they did yeah. for Puerto Rico. Uh, right. They don't thing. really do it like um, for anything else like that I've heard of other than natural disasters now. Back in the day, it used to be live aid and stuff to feed the hungry and all these comedians and bands and people will come together to help, you know. Yeah, because I think awesome. uh, back then it was a different time. It was a little simpler. Uh, there wasn't like anybody worrying about whether or not, you know, uh, they could or couldn't do it. The licensing for everything, could they play it on air? Is it something that's possible now? Um, I mean, just imagine that back then. Let's just say, oh, yeah, let's just get everybody together and let's just fight world hunger. <laughs> it's like, let's just shoot for the moon. Let's just fight for world hunger. No, now we don't do that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, the world the world has changed a lot in that aspect. I think that, um, you know, it's like people don't really come together like that anymore. We had way more unity uh, a while back. Uh, we've become more of a individualized society, um, you know, in the last few About years. About me, me, me. Yeah, bro, really. It really has been. It's, it's uh, kind of rough. Like, there used to be collaborative everything back in the day. Like, uh, there was always features of everybody. Like, when you'd, when you'd buy an album, it wouldn't just be your favorite rapper. It'd be your favorite rapper plus all your other favorite rappers all on the same fucking album. Um, and, you know, if you, if you could find an album that you liked, more than likely, some of the people that you liked would be on there. And you would always get, you know, a taste of everything, which I think that's what you know, the diversity of music and how it's changed and why after all these years. But um, we could say this, man. I mean, they raised, what, uh, $12 million for Katrina uh, back in 2005. So if we were talking about disaster relief and then uh, they did the same thing to help uh, in um, when they had the earthquakes in Haiti back in 2010. Yeah. So you there's know, a whole lot of shadiness going on with people keeping money, both in Puerto Rico and Haiti. That's why I have, you know, I feel a certain type of way with things like that. Yep. Because yep. they get a very small portion of the money. But, um, you know, I was very upset when here a lot of food and supplies and water were just put in big warehouses and not even distributed in Puerto Rico. And well, people I mean, are just collecting the money. And I mean, here, I'm going to take you back. Here, here's a name you haven't heard in a while. United Way. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. 130 years they've been doing this. So, you know, nonprofit organizations, you know, trying to create money for, you know, some type of relief of some kind. I just think it's cool that these artists are still doing this now, you know, all these years later, uh, you know, still trying to uh, create some kind of positivity in the world. And again, um, it's one of those things that, like, I keep telling people, it's like, it should never be only about you. It should be about what you can do and what you can provide for the world, uh, which makes you different than everyone else. Yeah, leave your mark positively. Make a better place. That's what we should all strive for. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so let's keep going here. Um, dude, 
We were talking about Rizzo way earlier and DJ Premier, but now uh, Rizzo's talking about how uh, he's kind of slowed down a little bit on his production, man. And I get it. You know, um, this whole COVID-19 thing has really slowed things down. Um, the fact that, you know, he was working on a movie. If you remember, we were talking about this like a few weeks ago, uh, Cutthroat City. Uh, yeah, I saw sp- that it was supposed to be released and I guess has been shelved because of the coronavirus. So that must be upsetting. Yeah, it was supposed a to come lot, out a lot of people. A- April 10th, which was uh, Friday. So a lot of people that have had, you know, plans for a long time coming have had to you know, forget about those plans because of the what's going on in the world, unfortunately. But, you know, there's, we'll be all right. I'm sure we'll hear whatever we were supposed to hear or uh, see whatever we were supposed to see in the future, you know, because a lot of money was put into these projects, so they're definitely going to roll them back out. So I'm sure we'll see his movie. Um, but, yeah, he's been busy making movies, so he hasn't had the time to make the music. It would be cool uh, to see him come out with something new and – Maybe some remixed of some old, but y'all, sh- you should check out those documentaries I sent you. And uh, for the rest of you guys, one of them is uh, "Woo for the Children." I think. Let me see what it's called. It's uh, "For the Children: Twenty Five Years of Into the Wu Tang," and uh, that was real quick. And then they have "Old Dirty Bastards," a uh, little documentary legacy of. Uh, Return to the 36 Chambers mini documentary on Amazon Prime, I think it said. There you go. All right. So for all you Prime heads like me, uh, I'm definitely going to tune into it. You guys should, too. Uh, It's probably super amazing. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but it is on my list. I have it saved there. So whenever I get some time, uh, because I've been watching just a lot of different stuff to stay busy. So there's some more shit to keep you guys busy and keep you uh, in tuned with some really dope hip-hop shit and some history. That way you guys yeah, can kind of catch up I haven't been world. able to um, still check out that that Wu uh, series. Oh, bro. On, um, that series is the shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out now in quarantine. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, definitely get some time and do that. All right, so let's get into the last story tonight. Check this out, man. Cardi B and Fashion Nova pledging $1,000 every hour. Uh, the families that are being hit by uh, COVID-19. Now, here's something I want to say, man. Cardi B may be ghetto and shit or whatever fucking people are saying, but um, as far as humanitarianism, uh, I, I think she's at the top of my list of uh, new artists that have continued to, you know, try and give back to the people. And I think it's kind of cool that, you know, she's put herself in that position that she knows she has money, but she's trying to, you know, help help people that need help. And um, has been able to do it. Um, 42 days she's going to do it. So for uh, every hour, $1,000 for the next 42 days. Um, that's crazy. That's a lot of sh- That's a lot of fucking money. Do the, do the math, man. Yeah, that's a lot. It had, a, it had a, a time limit, though. I think it was by May 10th or something. They said, because, you know, you don't want this coronavirus to keep on going for, <laughs> for months and months. And then them pledge that until it's over but um yeah that's awesome that she's doing that i wish more the people would do something like that especially with the young people because they're reaching the young people showing them you know that one of them can do it too and step Bro, up that's one hundred thousand uh one one million eight thousand dollars holy crap one million wow eight thousand dollars holy fuck 
quick math, quick math. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, one million eight thousand dollars. We're talking. Um, so if you if you do the math, it's forty two days, twenty four hours in a day, a thousand dollars each one. Boom. Uh, if you got all, all you math majors out there. Uh, but one million eight thousand dollars. I can't believe it, man. That's a shit ton of money. She's putting money where their mouth is, bro, for sure. Um, uh, I, fuck, I don't have a million dollars to help, uh, but if I did, um, I would just because I mean, fuck, man, why not? You know, uh, there are people out there that need help, and um, I think it's cool that she's doing this shit, man. For sure. I mean, just think, bro, a million dollars, man. But I mean, a thousand dollars if she could give away to some family that's in need that you know needs to pay bills or whatever it is that thousand dollars is going to help it may not be a crap ton of money but it's enough to pay a few bills for a little bit man at least get through next month or the month after that or whatever's going on but it'll help so a lot of positivity out there even though the world has been kind of crazy uh there are some good people out there some cool things still happening in the world um i just want to make sure that everybody understands man it is all about you know making it happen if, um, you know, you ever have time or you ever think about what you can do to try and help, uh, it's pretty simple. Shit, you can even help us out by going to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Z-C-M. And you can donate a dollar, man, to keep us on air and to make sure that we keep delivering this amazing content that we've been providing you guys. Um, as always, you know, you can always hit us up and let us know how you feel. If you have any ideas or thoughts on the show. Definitely hit us up on Twitter at Core Culture Pod. Uh, you can always hit me up at The Real Noslin. And um, you can always hit us up on uh, Instagram as well if you guys want to uh, give us some ideas there. It's um, uh, Zero Seat Media on uh, Instagram and uh, uh, Core Culture Pod also on Facebook if you want to um, hit, hit us up over there and uh, give us some, you know. Some insight into what you guys think, man. How you like the show, what you like, what you don't like, what you would rather have. If there's anything that you guys are thinking about or you want us uh, to do anything special, let us know, man. That's where you can hit us up. And, of course, the co-host, let everybody know where they can find you, bro. Rodriguez Photo and Art in Instagram or Facebook. And uh, if y'all, thank y'all for those that have donated. Thank y'all for those that have, you know, put in your time to listen to us. We appreciate it. And uh, and those that want to help out, you know, as far as people affected by the coronavirus, you don't have to do, you know, these organizations or give a lot of money or anything. You could start by just people near you and your community, those that were lost their jobs or those needing help with the babysitting or whatever. Little things, making somebody a meal goes a long way, you know. So reach out to the people around you. Help each other out, and we'll all get through this together. Oh, yeah. And happy Easter. Oh, yeah, man. Happy Easter to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you know where to check us out here on ZeroChillMedia.com. Just go over to the forward slash live page to catch us every first and third Sunday of the month. Uh, sometimes we skip a week, but we let you guys know immediately if we are, and then we usually do the show that following week. That way you don't miss any of the cool shit that we need to talk about and some of the cool things that we bring up each and every week. Again, thank you to everybody who tuned in today. Hope you liked the early show. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>